1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
2: To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I can't believe I forgot to mention Washington Post is mad at me. Washington Post is mad at me for being honest. About Giselle Fetterman and Jill Biden. There's a new article out <laughs> complaining about what what they title this thing? How Giselle Fetterman became the right wing's favorite supervillain. That's some quote from me in here. I've asked who, As you remember, I said, Who's the bigger elder abuser? Giselle Fetterman or Jill Biden. Wait, so let me see if I understand this right. Pennsylvania, they run a Democrat for Senate. He has a stroke. He's now brain damaged. He can't understand sentences or speak in complete sentences. (laughs) He then gets elected to office because Democrats understand how to ballot harvest and the right does not. And because the media is so completely dishonest in this country and frankly, just completely communist that they cover for him and they get him into office. His wife at no point during the campaign steps in at no point steps in. Imagine what you would do if the person you love the most, husband, wife, kid, girlfriend, boy, whoever, if they had a stroke and they needed care, but instead of care, they were actually out there in public embarrassing themselves every single day. What would you do? How would you handle that? You would step in immediately. But instead of stepping in, Giselle Fetterman actually attacked the one member of the press who brought it up, and then he gets into office. You can only imagine what's going through what's left of the brain. Way too much pressure, way too much everything, goes into clinical depression, severe clinical depression, which is very real, has to check himself into a hospital. Giselle Fetterman, his wife, then takes the kid's zip lining in Canada. Went zip
2: lining over the falls. And
0: August
3: got stunned. They're trying to rescue him now. And I'm the bad guy? I'm the bad guy? That is quite a worldview you have. All right, forget it. Jesse, several of my close family members are retired military, all young and under 45. All four of them are now on permanent disability through the military. Here's the kicker. They are the most in-shape crossfitter type of people I know. They all have full-time jobs. Absolutely no limitations. Come to find out, massive amounts of people that did a few years in the military are raking in thousands of dollars per month through the same process. I have no qualms with honest programs to temporarily help people in need. Between this PPP loans that went to people definitely not in need and more acted so on and so forth, I'm losing hope. We were raised to do the right thing when nobody is looking. Now it feels like a free-for-all since everyone else is doing it. Where does it end? Those are just a few small examples. Would love to know your thoughts. Well, one, do the right thing when nobody's looking. That's something you want for yourself, something I want for myself, something I want for my sons. But how many wrong things have I done in my life when nobody was looking? The list is long, so I choose not to... I choose not to pass judgment on people who've certainly screwed up the way I've screwed up so much of my life. That's one. But two, this is something that has bothered me for a while. It's something that's very real. It's something that people don't talk about because we love and honor our veterans so much. But I watched friends of mine I was in the Marines with Get Out and many of them pursued disability not because they were disabled for free cash now some of them needed real help some of them were busted up physically one of my buddies really needed some mental help he kept waking up choking his wife in the middle of the night he was just real real bad ptsd so okay that's one thing that's yeah go get yourself some help but many of my buddies didn't even pretend like they needed anything and they would encourage me to do so hey kelly what are you doing Kelly, just turn this in. Kelly, when you messed up your back, Kelly, you're neat. No, it's easy. Hey, at least get something. It's easy. And I may be the worst person on earth, and I, frankly, I probably am. I just could never bring myself to do it. Like It didn't feel right. It. Maybe that's it, Chris. Chris said you don't steal. Yeah, that's probably it. As immoral and horrible a person as I am, I do not steal. And it feels like stealing for me. But to answer your question... Is this the way we're going? Outside of some gigantic spiritual revival in this nation, which there could, one of those could happen, obviously, you never know. But outside of that, the answer to your question is yes, this is where we're going. When you, uh, you know what, let's talk about Mexico for a second. What's one of the stereotypes against Mexicans, Mexican people? They steal. It's one of the the common stereotypes out there. Don't act like you haven't heard it. Don't act like you haven't told the jokes. Of course you've, you've told it. Now, why is that a stereotype? Why is that something that exists? I will tell you, I've had several experiences with Mexicans stealing things, especially working construction. We would leave fence paneling or something by the side of the road. You come around the block and come back and they're loading it in the pickup truck. Now, why is that something that became more acceptable or became a stereotype? Why is that something that exists? because their government is so horrid and corrupt that oftentimes that was simply how it worked its way down through society. When you have such horrible leaders who steal and they screw the people over, over and over and over again, how in the world do you tell the normal people not to make that part of their lives when it's very clearly part of the leadership's lives? Does that make sense? You're going to see the same thing happen here. When people talk about, uh, you know what, there's another great, Ukraine. Ukraine and Russia are both great examples. Same kind of stuff. We talk about how the people should be doing this. Remember, I had the email last week, why aren't the Ukrainian men staying to fight? Why are they leaving? And remember, we talked about, maybe they don't think their government is worth fighting for. In a late-stage republic like we have, as we watch all the leadership of this nation loot the treasury, We watch everybody get on welfare. We watch the government hand out cash to every friend of the Democratic Party. That will inevitably turn into more and more normal people thinking that's just what they want to do. I have a guy I know, speaking of PPP loans, it was legal. He did this legal. He qualified, but he didn't need a PPP loan at all. And I think it was... If I remember right, it was big. It was $75,000 or something like that. It was, a, it was a big chunk of money, but his company was fine. He had to cross all the T's, dot all the I's, but his company was totally fine, and he went and got it, and he's a hardcore right-winger like we are, hardcore right-winger, and I wasn't judging him. I'm not, not, not judging, judging him now, but I asked him. I said, why? And he looked at me with the, uh, look, I got it. <laughs> that's what he said. He said, Jesse, one, it's my money. Two, everyone else is doing it. I'm going to be the one guy who doesn't get anything. No, I'm not going to do it. That attitude is going to become more and more prevalent as we look around us. Now, that's not obviously good. You don't want your nation to go that way, but it is how it is. It is what it is. Hi, Chris and James T. Harris. And then he puts in parentheses. I don't know if Jesse's part-time schedule still has him down for Mondays. You know what? That's not nice. That's actually not very nice. Anyway, he said, I had been talking to a girl recently. We were getting to know each other, possibly about to hang out. When, when she asked what I was up to, I brought up one of my hobbies is going to the gun range. I could see the pause, then the loss of interest in real time. And that was that. The guy says, I'm in a blue area. He said, Connecticut, I listen to you on the great WOR. WOR is such a cool station. And I was wondering how and when is the right time to bring this stuff up. Listen, thank you, wise oracle and best-selling author. All right. I actually, I feel a couple different ways about this because we get these questions a lot from young men and older men and young dimes and older dimes on the show about the dating scene today. Now, I ain't been on the dating scene in a long time, 16 years, 15, 16 years. But I want to tell you first off, I sympathize. Because there's no question the pool to choose from has gotten smaller. There's no doubt about that. I see these horror stories you ladies email into me. The horror stories like this one, the dudes email into me. I think, gosh, that sucks. But if I can say, didn't you just win? You didn't waste a bunch of time. You didn't have to go blow 60 bucks at Red Lobster with her. You got out of that. By just letting it all hang out out there, isn't that a good thing? I know you're looking for a woman, brother, and you ladies out there looking for a man. and I've obviously I get that support that. that's that's what we're made to do. But aren't you looking for the right one? Clearly, you're not gonna marry some horrible gun grabbing communist. So didn't you win my tree in my life? forty one. My tree seems to get better and better the more I prune it. Not the more leaves I leave on it, the more I prune it. You just pruned another one. Isn't that a W? All right. Now, talk a little bit about Stalin and the atom bomb. Talking about, well, women driving Ah, home prices chick-fil-a and so much more still to come on the world famous jesse kelly show Ooh, and one of mayor pete's proteges busted for child porn what a shock before we get to any of that let's get to this who do you have your cell phone with as we talk about endless garbage in this society i know you're mad about the new hershey's commercial everyone's seen the hershey's women's day commercial that has a trans in there pretending to be a woman And everyone's mad about it on the right. And I get that. Let me ask you, where are you getting your chocolate from? Going to still grab that Hershey's bar? Hershey makes a lot of stuff. You know why they do that? Because you and I don't put our money where our morals are. Are you doing that with your cell phone? Are you mad about the endless filth in society, but you still support AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, when you could switch to Pure Talk and still have the same great 5G service and save money? Come on now. Dial pound two five zero and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an extra 50% off your first month. Now is the time. Quit waiting. Pound two five zero. Say Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly show and boy, oh boy, what a night it has been. Remember you can email the show. Jesse at Jesse Kelly Don't forget. You can download the podcast. I know many people do. I bet you it's like half the audience just podcast stuff now, and I totally get that. I do that stuff sometimes, too. Download the whole podcast, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Just don't forget on iTunes, leave a five-star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am. Now, we're going to get back to these questions here in just a moment. I just want to – there's a little Biden update because you remember Biden – Biden getting up there and laughing about the guys who died of fentanyl. She, she was very specific recently saying that a mom, a poor mother who lost two kids to fentanyl, that, that I killed her sons. Well, the interesting thing is that fentanyl they took came during the last administration. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, huh? And I played you the mom yesterday. It was freaking horrible. I'm not going to play that again. But Corinne Diversity Hire got asked about this today, obviously, when the president can't control his inner thoughts anymore and he reveals what the elites actually think about us and how little they care about us. Well, he's going to get asked. She's going to get asked. And Joe Biden not content to just be a sociopathic piece of trash yesterday Decided what his press secretary did to double and triple down on just how big of a piece of trash he is. When it
0: comes to this president, I believe the American people knows who he is and they have watched him.
3: The American people know who he is. Diversity hire. Know who he is. Because you're the White House press secretary, you should actually be able to speak better than a third grader. The American people know who he is. Anyway.
0: When it comes to this president, I believe the American people knows who he is and they have watched him go through grief. They have watched him deal with really personal loss. And um, so this is a president that understands that uh, he expressed.
3: They're talking about Joe Biden's son, Bo Biden, who died of cancer. The son that Joe Biden routinely brings up for political points on the campaign trail. So once again, and Joe Biden did this when we when he got 13 of our warriors killed in Afghanistan, too, he brought up his son. I just want to remind you that Joe Biden is not unique. Joe Biden is simply giving you a window into how all the leadership of this nation thinks at all times. Even a dead son. Could you imagine losing a child? I I couldn't. I know, look, somebody, probably many people listening to the sound of my voice have. I respect you because I don't know how you'd go on. I would just fall over and die if I lost one of my buddies. But imagine losing one of your buddies and then thinking to yourself, man, you know what? This is sad, but this is going to play well on the campaign trail. How sick are these people, man? There's a sickness th- there is. All right, moving on. Dr. Jesse, as you are no doubt aware, Sunday, March 5th marks marks the 70th anniversary of Stalin's death and my 70th birthday. That's really cool. I've been an avid history geek like you my whole uh, all my life. Do you think Stalin already knew about the A bomb before he met Truman in Potsdam? Lots of debate. But I've never heard a definitive yes or no. Uh, Use my name if you want and let the bar eat. His name is Mike. And you're right. The bar is hungry today. (laughs) Do I think he knew? Well, here's the problem. (sighs) All right. Before I get to my long answer of why this is what I think. No, I don't think he knew. But I don't feel great about that answer. And I could easily be wrong. The thing is, when it comes to our nuclear program, remember, we started ramping that up. Brought in some Nazis. We started ramping that up and ramped up our nuclear program, and Stalin was very worried about it, and we had all kinds of Soviet spies involved in the program, and that's eventually how they figured it out, and that's eventually how they got their bomb. So we know all that. But there are a lot of reasons to this. But keep in mind, the communists have been simply fantastic at spying and infiltration since they began since the day they began, they've just been really, really good at it. There are there's a laundry list of reasons, but they've been great at it. The Soviets were so much better at spying on us than we were spying on them. Now there are some things about that that you can't help. It's easier to spy on a free country than it is some iron curtain like the Soviet Union. They would talk. truth. they would write it down. They wrote it down in books about how crazy they thought it was that their spies in America could just drive by military bases. Just beep beep beep. That's the sound of a camera beep beep beep. Taking pictures and things like that. In the Soviet Union, they'd just shoot you in the back in the back of the head on the side of the road if they caught you doing that. But because we have a free nation. It makes it easier for other people to spy on us. But they knew a lot. Uh, That said, did he know before that? Who knows? We take, there's so much evidence both ways. We take our enemies, and it's a common thing. I do it too. You do it too. We assign a higher level of intellect and ability to our enemies than they actually deserve because they're our enemies and we hate them. Did the Soviets do a lot? Sure. But we also thought the Soviets, we thought that they were actually making nuclear weapons like sausages. Remember, that was what uh, Khrushchev said. We're making so many of these things. We're just churning them out of the factory when really they didn't have the materials for it. They hardly had any. So look, there's always a lot of information and disinformation out there. All right. We have to talk about Jesse Kelly burgers. And why do men now want to become women? What is it? Someone wants to know, why do men want to become women? We'll talk about that. But first, let us talk about practice. We think about shooters or great shooters, or we watch movies or documentaries about great shooters. Hey, look at these Navy SEALs. Look at these Green Berets. Hey, look how the Marines shoot. And and we think to ourselves, man, that looks really cool. But you don't realize that you possess those skills. You can go watch some seven-foot-tall NBA player dunk from the foul line all day long and admire it, but the truth is you can never do that. I can never do that. You don't possess those skills. You know you can shoot like all those pros, right? All you have to do is practice. That's why they do, and you don't. They practiced. You haven't. Mantis X allows you and I probably not to get that good, but to get closer, and it allows us to do it without firing a shot driving to the range, being nervous around other people, ladies, maybe you're still getting used to the bang MantisX allows you to dry fire practice in your home and get really good in your home, in your office take a 10 minute break at work and practice as long as you don't get in trouble MantisX.com All right. MantisX.com Why do men want to become women? Hang on It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We got to mix in more stones, Chris. We got to mix in more stones. That's all there is to it. I know we play stones. I was uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was not insulting. I was simply saying we got to mix in more. That wasn't an insult. It wasn't an insult. It wasn't like we telling the wife, hey, you might want to put on some more makeup. Although, No, I've never said that, by the way. But it's not like saying that I was just saying I enjoy the stone it was a compliment more than anything else even though you played a terrible part of the song and we could probably work on that that would see that was an insult that was me telling you what you did was bad more stones is not bad we should open some segments with the beginning of painted black who does that always gets me in a mood I'm always ready to go and then I play the drums with the bo. Boom, boom. that's basically what the drums sound like what Chris whatever Lord Burgermeister. Is it acceptable to cook the world famous Jesse Kelly burger on a George Foreman grill? Please advise also the bar is hungry. This is from Steve. Steve, the bar might be hungry, but I am not after hearing your disgusting idea to cook the Jesse Kelly burger on a George Foreman grill. And I'm a George Foreman grill fan. When I was in the Marines, I had a George Foreman grill in my room and you know what I made on it? Grilled cheese sandwiches. It makes the best grilled cheese sandwiches. Butter, butter, cheese, slap it on, close it, boom. Ready-made grilled cheeses. I was I was the bell of the ball. I had people lined up at the door. Kelly, can I get a grilled cheese? However, the world-famous Jesse Kelly burger, it is the greatest cheeseburger ever in the history of mankind. It really is. That's not even me just being an arrogant idiot when I talk about like the Oracle and stuff like that. It really is the best burger ever. It is cooked on a flat top. On a flat top. Now, unless George Foreman grills have changed, it's not a flat top, Chris. Not mine wasn't. Mine had uh, ridges on it. Oh, does it have a flat griddle? No. Okay, if it's a flat griddle, then the answer is yes. If it does, if it's a flat griddle, the answer is yes. Because a good burger, the best burgers you've ever had in your life, wherever you've had them at restaurants and whatnot, they're cooked on flat tops cuz a grill has to be cooked in its or a, a grill. A burger has to be cooked in its own fat. If you if you want to grill a Jesse Kelly burger, bring a frying pan out there and throw it on the grill. That's what I do. Cast iron if you've got one, although they're, they're a pain to cook. Just regular is fine. What or a pain to clean? What, Chris? Yes, they are a pain. Why do you say they're not a pain to clean? It's not easy, Chris. Don't tell. You know what's easy? Taking my frying pan and throwing it in the dishwasher. That's incredibly easy. Having to pour the salt in the cast iron and then do the paper. Th- 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 it's a pain. It's not. It's not. It's, it's true. It's what you have to do. You use soap and steel wool. Well, that's because you're a masochist. Jesse, alpha, alpha male. Do you think that the premium of being a woman in all new aspects of life has driven men to become women so they get more attention? This is what driving more men is this what is driving more men to identify as women? It seems to be a bad thing to be a man, so now to be relevant, you need to be a woman, or at least identify as one to be taken seriously, your thoughts. Well, that's a huge part of it. Remember, culture is not complicated. Culture is just what your society incentivizes versus what your society disincentivizes. And this is part of the reason, back to this date, why we get so many dating questions on the show. Jesse, are there any dimes in Denver? Jesse, I need a man in New York City. Jesse, why do we get so many of those? Well, we're destroying men because the society as a whole only cares about women. They, every part of our society now is designed for women and celebrates women, woman this and woman that and woman this and woman that. And the men are all told that they all need to be in touch with their feelings And the men are being told that their masculinity is toxic. They're being told that who they are at their core, how God made them, is somehow a mistake. When it's not. Fellas, go eat steak. Go work out. Shoot guns. Have a beer with your buddies. Go ride four-wheelers, horses. Go fishing. Go do man things. And I'll tell you something else, fellas. When society tells you that you need to be more in touch with your feelings and I just want her to see me cry, I didn't say never cry. That's not what I said. Sometimes men cry. I told you the other day, I almost cried when the pizza showed up and it was bad. It's okay to cry every now and then. But you know what? Let's make it very rare. We don't have to cry all the daggone time like the women do. And I promise you, fellas, let me tell you something else. Let me give you a little secret here. She says she wants you more in touch with your feelings. Maybe what she wants is you to put her in her place every now and then. You ever considered that? She doesn't want a woman. She already has girlfriends. She wants somebody who can actually lead and protect her and care for her. Maybe that's the solution, but we don't tell men this anymore. Now I can already see the hate mail coming in. By the way, Jesse at Jesse I don't give a crap about your hate mail. Ladies pipe down. You liked it too. That's true. What I just said is true. We tell men that when they try to stand up for themselves, that's toxic and this is toxic. We've even designed the legal system to be anti-men. The divorce, the divorce laws in this nation are a disgrace. And I know why this came to be. As soon as women started voting, Republicans and Democrats decided to gear every part of their platform towards women. Well, what about the women vote? we got to get the women vote, women vote. And this bled all the way down to locally. So now it doesn't matter what she does. She divorces him. It doesn't matter whose fault it is, she gets the kids, she gets the car, she gets the money, she gets the everything, and he gets to be battered and broken writing an uh, an alimony check no matter what. And don't tell me I'm wrong because I'm not wrong. Look at the laws across the country. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace what we've done to men in this country. We totally emasculated them. And now these poor women you know who we cheated are the young women, actually, and older women who are looking for a man now, and they can't freaking find one. Well, we cut their balls off, all of them. And now we're wonder why why we have a bunch of geldings. We did it as a society. It's the disgrace. And of course, some of them are just flat out be co- trying to become women now. Well, I guess that's what I'm supposed to be. I sympathize with I sympathize with both. I sympathize with women because they can't find one. I sympathize with men who are lost, especially if you didn't have a dad, if you didn't have a strong dad. And then you also never had any, any kind of father figure come alongside you if you didn't have a strong dad, like a coach who took an extra interest in you, or maybe you joined the military and you, somebody who really helped mentor you. How do you know? You're lost. Without a mentor, you don't have anything. Society isn't telling you how to be a man. So you have all these horrible different outlets you come up with to try to learn how to be a man and what manhood is. And soon the poor women, all they have is a bunch of beta males, The man is lost because he doesn't even know how to be a man if he wants to be. And we wonder why we're all twisted up and confused around here. Go do guy stuff. Go do guy stuff, fellas. And listen, once again, I want to reinforce this. Fellas, you don't have to do everything she asks, all right? You know that the wife didn't like guns when we first got together? Hated them because she'd never been around them. Was horrified by them. And actually made the suggestion when we were engaged, I don't like you having guns. And I said, well, that's, that's kind of tough because they're not going anywhere. You know what? She got the biggest smirk on her face. It was exactly what she wanted to hear. Even if she'd acted mad, she wasn't mad. Go was stand up for yourself every now and then too. Dear Jesse Appleseed, I agree with your stance on gas stations being one of the greatest institutions in American society. Do you have a hierarchy of gas stations? Okay, well... I'm about to say something, and you're going to think I'm a homer. But keep in mind, I'm a new Texan. I moved here by choice because I love the people here and the food. That's why I moved to this state. Lord knows it wasn't for the weather. I moved here for the food. There are great gas stations in every state, and every state thinks their gas station, their big gas station chain, is the best. I say this as someone who is not a Texas homer. There is nothing that compares to Bucky's. There is Bucky's in Texas. If you've never been to one, it's like the size of a Walmart, and the line can be off the highway just to get into it. Fresh barbecue, brand new cooler, and a full tank of gas. You've never seen anything like a Bucky's in your entire life, and I I love them all. Yeah, the bathrooms—they have full-time bathroom attendants. You can eat off the floor in a Bucky's bathroom at all times. I'm not—I wouldn't do that, but you can. I, you can. <laughs> you know what? Forget this. We have to move along. We have to talk about housing prices, Girl Scout cookies. Somebody has actually, wow, shaming me to purchase thermals, all kinds of things. But first, we're going to save some lives right now. Isn't that weird to think about? We're about to save lives. We're going to donate $28 on a Friday night, and we're going to save a life heading into the weekend. And then once you give $28 to Preborn, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to get together with your family, whether that brothers, sisters, parents, I don't care who it is, and talk about what you did and talk about why you did it and talk about saving a life, giving that scared young woman an ultrasound that allows her to make the correct choice. Help her. Help the baby. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right? Preborn.com slash Jesse. 28 bucks buys that ultrasound. Go give right now. Sponsored by Preborn. Uh. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Hey, Jesse, pretty sure everyone would like to know which Girl Scout cookie is your favorite. I myself favor the tag alongs as any American patriot should listen. Thank you. And this is from Kelly. I don't like Girl Scout cookies. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ne- I've never gotten into them. It's not. No, no. It's not that I think all of them are gross. Chris. Some of them are okay, but they're not more than okay. You know why Girl Scout cookies get bought in my house? Because the girls come when the wife is home and the wife answers, oh my gosh, you should have seen how cute she is. I'll take 10 boxes. And the wife doesn't even eat cookies. All of a sudden, we have all these cookies there in the house. And now this is when she would jump in and say that I'm a big sucker and I buy them every time the little girls show up too. In my defense, they're freaking adorable, and it's hard to tell some Girl Scout that, no, I don't want any stupid cookies. So, yes, I buy some, but I don't buy near as many as she does, so it's totally different. All right? No, I don't really care for them. They're okay. Oh, I will tell you this, though. the uh, We have one of those homemade ice cream makers. Not to rub my wealth on anyone's face or anything like that, Chris. I think they're like $10, but just one of the basic homemade ice cream makers, you know? Uh, The wife, again, stocked up on Girl Scout cookies, doesn't eat them, but she makes us homemade vanilla ice cream sometime, which is the greatest thing ever. Yes, Chris, she took uh, a bunch of the Thin Mints and she put them in a a big sandwich bag. And she had one of these Kitchen Hammer thingies that she uses and she smashed them up real fine and poured the Thin Mints into the vanilla ice cream when the ice cream was almost done. Oh my gosh, it was really 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 good. It was really good. It was like I'm not going to lie. It was it was good. I I maybe I maybe ate too much that day. I maybe overate. Hi Dr. Jesse. How do you convince those who believe everything the media says? The media has the ability to always figure out a way to blame Trump or the right for anything bad that happens. I feel we need to open these people's eyes in order to win in 2024. Sadly, a lot of them are too brainwashed. Well, I have brought this up before on the show and it gets sensitive because we talk about friends and family and that's always sensitive, isn't it? When you're talking about your mom, you're talking about your son, your, your, your sister, it, it gets sensitive, but we have to learn. We have to learn to triage the people in our lives who cannot be saved. Yes, we want to save as many as we can. We want to wake up as many as we can, but for people who love freedom like you. It's very difficult for you and me to understand and accept how many people don't love freedom. I told the story before about uh, Pompey Magnus, the Roman general, after he got his butt kicked by Caesar and he was on the run and he goes down to Egypt. He's seeking safe haven there in Egypt and his slave, his personal slave, was right there with him. Now I want you to I want you to consider the life of a personal slave as a man. As a personal slave as a man. That means well, I'm not talking a paid personal assistant who can quit anytime. That means uh, hey Chris, I need help wiping my butt for me. That's that's it's that level of personal slave. You do everything for the person, you don't have an option of saying no, I don't feel like it. I'm calling in sick. You you bathe him if he wants you to. You're a slave. Now wrap your mind around this. Pompey Magnus gets to shore, gets stabbed about 8,000 times and dies on the shore with his wife watching from the boat in the ocean. Horrific for her. And his slave of his entire life doesn't run to the Egyptians and say, yes, thank you, you killed the tyrant. Does he run back to the boat and say, woo, finally free? He lays down on top of the person who held him as a slave his entire life and weeps for him. A lot of people, it's just how some people are, they don't want to be free. Freedom is scary, man. They want to be told. They would rather, and this is really hard for someone like you to understand, they would rather be lied to and told what to do then be free and be told the truth. Do you know that? Do you know how many people in your life that applies to? Sadly, more than you can possibly imagine. More than you can possibly. There are people to this day who are out there on their fifth or sixth booster shot and they've had COVID three or four times. You can try to wake that person up all you want, I've triaged that person out of my life. I'm not going to waste my breath with somebody who cannot be saved. That person cannot be saved. There are people too far gone. How do you convince them? Well, look, again, I I know when we're talking about friends and family, this gets hard. But, man, you got to accept you can't save many of them. If at this point in time you're an American who still believes what you see on the news, you are very likely beyond salvage. You don't want to be saved. You're trying for, you're and rightfully so, they're drowning in the ocean and you're trying to pull them out of the water and you can't wrap your mind around the fact they keep slapping your hands away every time you reach down to get them. You're going to drown yourself if you don't simply accept they're exactly where they want to be. That's hard. That's difficult to accept. Nevertheless, that's the truth, man. That's a, Look, a lot of people have been educated like this for a long time. So in our,
0: in our culture, in the United States, white folks hold power. In this construct, in this culture, white folks hold power. We live in a system of white supremacy. And it's also important to recognize that racism requires power. Um, so anybody can experience racial discrimination, right? As a white person, I can experience racial discrimination. Someone can discriminate against me because I'm white, but that is not racism. Because racism requires an element of power, structural power, right? So if someone discriminates against me because of...
3: Yeah, you get the idea. Do you know how broken and demoralized you have to be once you've experienced 18, 20 years of education like that? There's no way someone who's been that indoctrinated can ever see the truth. Learn to let them go, all right? And learn to be strong enough to deal with it. Hey, we got a long, we got a long road to hoe, as the saying goes. You ready for chalk? got your chalk vi- male vitality stack? You got your female vitality stack, ladies? Ladies, let me talk to you for a second because I talk a lot about the male vitality stack and and 20% increase in testosterone in 90 days and things like that. Ladies, you know how many of you email my show telling me how great you feel now because of the female vitality stack? And think about it. You're filling up your body with natural herbal supplements, vitamins and minerals and things that you weren't getting otherwise. Your body was craving these things and now it gets not just it doesn't just get them, it gets the highest quality ones. How good you feel. 90 days. Give me 90 days and then you email me and tell me how it makes you feel. Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code JESSE gets you 35% off the subscription. You go get a subscription for three months. If you don't feel better, I want you to cancel it. I'm asking you to cancel it, but you won't. You'll be emailing me telling me, Jesse, dang, you were right, just like everyone else does. Chalk.com, promo code Jesse. All right. Someone is shaming me for thermals. We have to have a talk about inflation and other things. Hang on. Oh, yeah.